Hello, 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 hello. How is everybody doing today? My God, my God, my God, it is so great to be back. You could almost say it's been a great day. I hope everyone out there also is having a great day. This year, you could say, has been very challenging. COVID. And to throw an election on top of it. My God, it's been amazing. Mass mandates coming. It's 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 one big thing. The election. Wow. It's over. The one thing about elections, as soon as it's over, people already start looking to the next election. So you could almost say that after the election, we were already looking towards 2024. Ted Cruz, Tom Cotton, someone said Governor DeSantis. Those are the possible names running for president in 2024. But wait, there's one more. Could it be Donald Trump? Could it be? Before we begin, guys, please, 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 please give my play to my friends, the girl, the gov, the podcast, the Twistic Logic podcast, Car Chronicles 313. They're putting out some great content. All good, all good, all good. So, two-week notice. Two-week notice. Have you ever put your two-week notice in, and as soon as you put it in, you're in a good mood? And it's like those two weeks just, it's like Friday, you were hating your job. You put your notice in on Saturday. And then by Monday, you're having the time of your life. It's like, oh, crap, I love this job. And those last two weeks, you're just a smile and you're having the time of your life. And then you leave. And you go to your new job. You start your new journey. Ladies and gentlemen, The president, you could say, is technically on a two-week notice. Now you say, wait a minute, Mark, how can it be a two-week notice? You're right. Basically, he has 65 days until the election, uh, inauguration day, and we inaugurate the 46th president of the United States, Joseph R. Biden. I feel for Donald Trump. You know, his whole life, Here's a man who's wanted to almost be liked. His dad was cold. His mom was uncaring. They sent him to boarding school. And he just wanted to be liked. He was lacking, you know, the love and attention that he didn't get from home. So he needed that admiration. And so... You know, he gets elected and he has these fans, the the Make America Great crew, and they love him. And he had, you know, great four years and he 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 runs another election, he loses, he comes up short. I think the uh, 73 million votes. But he comes up short. And now he's upset. Because it's over. Four years, it's over. You know, I I feel what he feels in a sense because he feels unloved. You know, deep down, you might say, well, Mark, what are you talking about? Uh, 
deep down, Donald Trump feels unloved. Now listen, his whole life, people have told him he's great, people have told him he's wonderful, people have, you know, they can say kissed his ass. But on election day, it was a rebuke of all that. What if I always said, you know, Mitt Romney bought into the crowd size where on election day, he didn't even write a concession speech. But when he lost, he was shocked because he didn't see it coming. He bought into the crowd size. And as I listened to talk radio, someone called in and they said, I don't believe the election because it was just the crowds. And I just said, don't buy into the crowd size. Don't buy into the crowd size. And that's what Donald Trump bought into. Now, I will say the man willed himself, willed himself to those 73 million votes. He campaigned like a bat out of hell. And it's because of him that Republicans picked up seats in the House and slowly, steadily might be maintain the control in the Senate. Donald Trump did all that, but he came up short. Since election day, he's fired nine senior advisors, Pentagon. You know, he fired uh, the guy who oversees elections. Him and Rudy Giuliani are just trying to discredit, you know, certain states, but they're losing lawsuit after lawsuit. I feel for him. 65 days he'll be out of a job. He's, what you say on a 65, 65 day, it's over. But we would call it a two-week notice. And instead of helping the American people and saying, you know, I might have lost, let me push my agenda, he is slowly, slowly, slowly digging in Because he doesn't want to give up hope. Him and Giuliani have this idea where they can just discredit the election just enough that the states select his electors. Can you imagine? You know, I used to tell people, when you see me in Canada, that's maybe when you need to go. The last couple days, I've been close to looking at the border. Donald Trump lost the election, and don't get me don't get me wrong. He fought a good fight. He fought a good fight, but I would say, Donald, it's over. You lost. You're on a two week notice. The American people decided. You have to be willing to accept the consequences, election consequences. You did great things. Promises promises made, promises kept. But you didn't expand your base. You only spoke to your voters. And guess what, Donald? It cost you. It cost you. January 21st, 2017 is when you lost the election. You didn't expand. You spoke to a narrow group of people. And it just is not enough. I would also look at him and I would say, Donald, I feel your pain. 
You feel unloved. You feel like you did everything possible for the American people and they turned their back on you. Donald Trump, it's because of you. 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 That we have two vaccines for this horrible virus that you didn't take seriously. Had you taken the virus seriously, you might have won. But as my friend says, if if the election had been reversed, Donald Trump would have been gloating, his his people would have been gloating, and all we would have heard is how the polls are wrong, and you know, we didn't look at the polls, we believe the polls. Yeah, the polls are wrong. We have to get to a place now where we are willing to accept. My last episodes, I preached about it. You know, denial, acceptance. The presidency is bigger than any man. Long after George Washington left the role, he knew. There would be others to follow. He just set the foundation of what the presidency is. And every president has followed that, except FDR. Donald Trump, I feel your pain. Right now, you're writing your legacy. And it's not good. With the, When this is all said and done, people are going to look how you dug in and you didn't want to concede. You, you wanted to just not believe what everyone else was seeing. That'd be like if you went outside and someone said, the sky is green when you know it's blue. The grass is red when you know it's green. You have to accept the consequences in the fate of the actions that you caused. You spoke to a narrow group of people and you lost the election. Does it suck? Does it hurt? Yes, it hurts. It sucks. Everything. I asked a friend of mine who's a Trump supporter, and I said, how can you not believe that Trump lost? And they would say, and they basically said to me, I don't believe Trump lost because Biden was a flawed candidate. And there's no way he could beat Trump. They also said crowd size. But then he said, I just, I looked at the polls and I said to myself, we did it before and we can do it again. I looked at my friend, I grabbed his, his hand, and I looked at him and I said, lightning does not strike twice. Lightning does not strike twice. Joe Biden won. Was it a close election? Yes, it was a very close election. But Trump just did not expand his base. As a country, for us to move on, we have to get over that. Trust me, I feel for Trump. He's dug in. He, he's not even going down a floor for Thanksgiving. You know, the biggest thing, and I've, I said it on here, is I could not stand when people would ask the president, will you accept the, the, the fate of the election if you lose? I just thought it was a loaded question because I used to say to myself, 
Why don't we ask Joe Biden that question? Why don't we ask Hillary Clinton that question? Now I know why we asked the president that question. He cannot accept the laws. In his head, he won. One guy said if we if we take California off, Donald Trump would have won the election. Well, yeah, he would have, possibly. He probably would have won the popular vote, too. We're so dug in, and we have to get out of where we are, or we can't grow. Can you imagine if Joe Biden did this? Can you imagine if a Democrat did this? We're setting a precedent for for us to look at an election and call it into question and not believe with our own eyes. When did the media lie to us? Since I've been a little boy and I would watch elections with my grandma, we would watch the media on election night. They called a winner and we went to bed knowing who the next president was. And we got over it. Never once did we question who the president was on election day. You know, the guy would come out of there and he'd be like, I just called, you know, so-and-so or I just received a call from so-and-so and the election was over. No one contested it. But now we've allowed the president to contest the election because we don't like the outcome. Donald Trump is on a two-week notice. He didn't give it to us. We gave it to him because we wanted change. We didn't like the way this country was going. And now we look at it, I can see why we didn't like because it's he's showing us why he lost the man wants to run for president again in 2024 and i said to myself why would we elect him knowing what he did now he lost he's a sore loser i would look at the president and say you have to get over this silly crap that you're doing the presidency is not bigger than you. The presidency is bigger than you. It's a, it's, you just hold, you're a placeholder for a place in time. Why are you pissed off when you die? The country will shut down to remember you. You get a library. You get Secret Service protection for the rest of your life. You'll get $220,000 pension. $96,000 a month for your staff. And here you sit upset. Well, I think it's $96,000 a year. But here you sit upset for what? Because you lost an election? You're the 11th man to, for this to happen? It happens, Donald. This is politics. You didn't expand your base. You ran a 2016 campaign in 2020, and that's not how you win. I've learned that you don't run the last election, you run the next election. COVID doesn't happen, yeah, you, you win a re-election because the economy is teetering on. But did people know 
did people know that the economy slipped into a recession in February? Yeah, it slipped into a recession in February. A Trump session. Now people say, wait a minute, Mark. We shut, no, we shut down the government in March. In March. We shut down the government in March and April. Now had COVID not happened, the recession would have came. And, you know, I almost don't know if he would have won. Because that damn tax cut. That damn tax cut. We as a country, for us to heal, have got to get over this. We need a concession speech, Donald. It's the only way for your supporters. Did you know the year is 1999? Garth Brooks is one of the most successful, top-selling artists, country artists of our lifetime. And then he walks away from it all. He walks away from it all. He walks away because he has to spend more time with his kids. A few years pass, Donald Trump, I mean, Garth Brooks, sorry, watching the news, Garth Brooks comes back, and his album does decent, decent. It doesn't, he's not hitting the numbers he hit when he was at the top of his game. And I will say he's not as top and he's not selling, but, you know, people, people still listen to Garth Brooks' music. What I'm getting at is, Everyone's saying, and everyone's saying, oh, the Republicans are scared because Donald Trump has this base. Yes, he has the base. But over time, people forget, and they walk away and lose interest. That's the one thing about Americans. We don't stay faithful long if you're not here. So if I'm a Republican, or I'm advising a Republican, I'd say, Quit coddling this man. He's 74 effing years fucking old. And yet you're fucking holding his hand because he lost? It is time to move on. And you might say, what about his base? His base will forget him in three fucking years. If you're scared of the base, if you're scared of Donald Trump, how can you stand up to any world, any adversary this country has. You have to be willing to tell him, Donald, you lost, concede. We have a president-elect now, and your time is up. The Republican Party basically allowed the fox in the fucking hen house, and now they're stuck with this man. There's talk of Donald Trump running in 2024. God help us, because Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio, you've allowed this man to feel a certain way, and I will tell you, in four years, his base won't be with him. They won't be as strong. They'll forget him. Americans do that. It's a life. A week is a lifetime in politics. I don't think Donald Trump will run in 2024. 
You know what I think? I think he'll pull a Sarah Palin. I, I think he'll he'll dangle 2024 over our heads. And when the time comes for him to pull the trigger, he won't do it. Now, I, I do think, and this is for my Democratic friends, I think the people who sit in the Make America Great Again, the people who are die-hard Trump supporters, they're up for grabs. They are. You might say, what do you mean they're? They are up for fucking grabs, just like the black vote, the Latino vote. Donald Trump prove that to us this election. That would also prove to me this election. Bernie Sanders would have got his ass beat. Socialism was on the ballot, and guess what? Socialism lost. People who support Donald Trump want the same thing you want. Good-paying jobs, good school, education for their kids, and just a safe neighborhood to live in. That's all they want. And that's all black people want, Latino people want. They don't want a lot. They just want those things. If you're a Democrat and you're running for office, make an appeal to people who supported Donald Trump. Let them know that you will not forget them. Right now, Donald Trump is soaking in the White House and he's letting his people who support him go hungry. Hungry? For what? Because you didn't win an election? You didn't move the ball? 65 days, you are done. You are on a two-week fucking notice. You didn't give it to us, Donald. We gave it to you. It is time for us to move on as a country. We've got to quit coddling you. Ladies and gentlemen, look at me. Garth Brooks learned that lesson when he came back. He did not have the support he did. Donald Trump will learn that lesson in 2024. And if you're a Republican and you don't know it, you don't know it, guess what? You deserve to get your ass beat and allow Donald Trump to take the nomination once again. Which in turn, I do honestly believe, honestly believe, Joe Biden would win again if that was the case. It's like if Hillary Clinton had run this time, which Donald Trump wanted, I think it would have been a close call, but I think Donald Trump would have beat Hillary. Now, I know the Republicans let let Donald Trump in the hen. Basically, Donald Trump was a fox. They let him in the hen house. And so he's taking over the party. And I feel that that was the worst thing they could have done. Because they've allowed this man to take over the party to a point that they will be stuck with him until he dies. And then you have the ears. Trump Jr., Eric Trump, Ivanka. Republican Party has to stand up to Donald Trump and slowly push him out. He lost. 
But if you allow a person who's lost to act like they've won, what have you gained? Do you look to him for 2024 to bring you back to the White House, even though he's lost? No. No. You put a new person on the ticket. Mike Pence, my God. What are you doing? I know you want to run for president. But you have allowed yourself to be saddled to this man forever. The last person, last vice president to become president is who? George H.W. Bush. And he lost his reelection. But guess what, Mike Pence? I don't see you winning. Ladies and gentlemen, we put Donald Trump on a two-week notice. Yet, he sits and he stews about trying to take an election. Can you imagine? Can you just imagine this? Just imagine that the states took the election, put electors that were going to elect Donald Trump, and he won an election on that? Democracy would be dead right then and there. We would just, we would be saying that we do not believe in this country anymore and that we are ready to turn it over to Donald Trump and his family and we're willing as a country to just walk away. I want to say, no, we are not. And for any elector or state legislator sitting there saying, this election was rigged, Donald Trump won, and I'm going to help him. Look at Lindsey Graham calling down to Georgia and telling the Secretary of State to throw out ballots? Now, don't get me wrong, I believe in helping your friend. But I wouldn't go as far to put my neck on the line and do something illegal. For what? Donald Trump wouldn't do it for you. So you're telling me we had a rigged election? It got you elected, but didn't get Donald Trump elected? Could it be that maybe people split the vote and just did not want Donald Trump again? I can believe that. But we need Trump supporters to believe that. This is what makes America great. We have elections. We stand up to our leaders. And if we don't like them, and we're ready for change, we vote them out. Other countries, you don't get that. But if we allow Donald Trump to talk states into changing the rules now because we don't like the outcome, we're no better than those countries. The Republicans have let the fox in the house, and he's not going away. He has no plan on it. But just like Garth Brooks found out, support soon fades, and what you're left with is the maybe a few fans here or there. We have to be willing to accept the fate, the consequences of our actions. 
politics is a game of telling the American people what you can do for them and how you can make their lives better. But if they don't feel like you can, why would they back you? They backed Joe Biden. Build back better. And that's what they want and plan to do. Donald Trump is on a two-week notice. And just like me, you have to love the job again. Have a breath of fresh air. Right now, if I was a president and I lost election, would I feel bad? Yes, I'd feel bad. I'd feel I'd be looking over data right now, but I would have conceded. I'd be doing everything in my power to have a smooth, seamless transition. But I would also try to figure out why I lost. You can't run for president in 2024 if you, you can't listen to the American people and ask, why did you not vote for me? Why did you turn your back on me? What can I do to get you to come home and come back to me? Donald Trump is on a two-week notice. Two weeks. 65 days to be exact. But two-week notice. The pain that people felt this past four years got replaced with joy. I think it was three days after election day. Ladies and gentlemen, we have to be willing to accept the consequences of our actions and be willing to do everything in our power where we can move on. That's how we grow. That's how we grow. That's how we get better. If we're not willing to do those things, what else aren't we willing to do? Right now, we're at a crossroads, and we really have to wonder which way are we going to go. Like you might say, well, Mark, how are we at a crossroads? Yeah, we did choose. We chose Joe Biden. But the country as a whole, right now, if you're a Trump supporter, right now, you, you, Republican Party, you are at a crossroads. Do you keep up this controversy and coddle, coddle this man? Or do you are you willing to step up and say, Donald Trump, you lost. You, you fought a good fight, but it's over. It's over. You're on a two-week notice. We grow. I mean, run again in four years. But don't learn the lesson. Well, you probably will learn the lesson of Garth Brooks. Now, there's talk Donald Trump might start a network. Howard Stern has come out and say that network will fail. Many people have said running a network has to be the hardest thing. What if I said? The reason the third season of The Apprentice failed 
is because Donald Trump made it all about him. Donald Trump made this presidency all about him. After a while, we could only handle so much before we decided to turn the channel. I, I, <laughs> I laugh about it because how do you start a network or even tag yourself to a network and not have that be the same fate? Now, in the, in the first half, I talked about the Republican Party letting the fox in the hen house. And I, I agree they did. But I will also say Fox, Fox News, let the fox in the hen house. They backed Trump. They loved Trump until they didn't, until they had to tell the truth. And guess what? Trump didn't like it. And now he's telling people to turn to Newsmax, OAN, Blaze TV. Turn to these other channels. Don't watch Fox. And I think Fox's biggest mistake was not calling out Trump soon enough. Because now Trump's going to get his supporters to turn to another channel. And the one thing people who are Trump's who who support Fox News will say, well, Fox has been through this before and they've always come out on top. My question to them is, I don't think this time it will be the same. And I say, why? Because you've allowed Trump to become this overpowering figure in the party. And now you have to try to kill him, but you can't because he can't be killed. His supporters are dug in. His supporters are dug in. And that's because you, God bless his soul, Roger Ailes, you allowed it to be so. That he's going to take your share, your small viewer share. And he's going to start to eat away at it and have his supporters watch Newsmax, OAN, other conservative channels that share his belief and talk up his amazing and big ego. And this will finally hurt Fox. And because we split the conservative media, CNN, We'll spend the next 10 years, if not four, being the number one news channel. Now you might say, well, Mark, that's rest. Look at it. Fox had to report the truth. Now, you know, the nighttime crew is more edit, you know, they're more, you know, the editorial page. They're not journalists. So they, they support Trump. But the daytime crew, guess what? They have to tell the truth. They have to talk and tell us the news. And I honestly believe it hurt him and it's going to hurt Fox. Fox attached themselves to Trump and they can't be undone.
Now, you know, they've started to try to uncouple their self, but I think it'll be hard to do. You know, they support Republicans. So even let's say Donald Trump was to get the nomination in 2024 and become the Republican nominee, I think they would, it would be hard because I, as much as OAN is courting Donald Trump, I think he'll end up at Newsmax. And I think he'll be, he'll be like Trump TV or something like that. He'll buy Newsmax out, it'll be Trump TV. You know, when you, you watch it, it's a world unto itself. Production value on Newsmax, oh my God, it was so low budget. And they paint this narrative that Trump still has a shot. Oh, he's winning the race. Which is scary because we're building this alternative path where Donald Trump is going to be the next president. He's toying with, oh, he'll be president for the, for the next four years. No, he won't. He lost the election. Fox News had to report the truth. They couldn't lie. And Trump doesn't like it. He wants somebody that's going to report his truth. Not theirs, not the, the real truth. He wants somebody who's going to see his vision. Not make make him see theirs. Do I? I feel bad for Fox and Oi because I feel like when Trump came out, they liked what he stood for. They liked him. They liked his bravado. They liked just him. And I feel like over the last four years, they've had to bite their tongue on so much and just go along with it. And now it could possibly come back and bite them. So when Trump buys Newsmax and Fox truly starts to suffer, I will be so interested to see, to see, to see what happens. You don't let the Fox in the in-house, but they did. And now it's coming to bite them. Ladies and gentlemen, I talked about it a little bit in the first half, but as you can see, what's really, I think, pissing me off this 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 week is how the Republican parties are just the Republican Party is just not accepting the election, and you know I I'm, I'm trying to be biased. I, I'm trying to be right down the middle because I feel like that's what we need. I feel like. People might say it's a high number. I feel like it's 13%. I feel like 13% of the country who talks about they want unbiased news. They want news where it's straight down the middle. And I do. I, I listen to you know that on the radio. I listen to people who are right down the middle. But I feel like it's just 13% who want that. I think the rest of America wants news that speaks to them. You know, they, they, they want to be catered to. They want they want to be, it's like they're in this echo chamber. And that's what they want. You know, they. I want to watch CNN because it speaks to me. I want to watch MSNBC because I'm on the left and I want to be regurgitated to. I, I, I want to watch Fox News, OAN, CNN, you know, because it speaks to my conservative beliefs. 
But when we sit in this echo chamber, we allow ourselves to believe things that are just aren't true, just aren't true. We have to get out. We have to seek the truth. Me personally, I listen to Fox News. I, I, I listen to conservative media. I watch CNN. I, I watch MSNBC because I have to get, it's like a patchwork to tie this all together. I've got a buddy of mine who you could almost say he was like a pretty blonde. He had to kind of tell him some stuff. But he's bought in to this conservative just nonsense about the election. And I'm just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Trump lost the election. It wasn't, it wasn't rigged. It wasn't stolen from him. You can't steal an election. You can't steal an election. You campaign. And if you come up short, guess what? You lose. You go fucking home to your fucking mansion, your beautiful wife, and you go on vacation. And why should people be upset about that? Trump's living a better life than me and you, and you're upset because he lost an election? You're crying because the man lost? We sit in this echo chamber and we don't know what to fucking do. We say we want unbiased news, but we're lying to ourselves and we're lying to our friends. We want to be fed the same shit every single day. Donald Trump has had problems because he's never had anybody. You know, the whole four years, it was like, is there anybody that can go to the president and just and tell him he's wrong? No, because he didn't put those kind of people in his cabinet. He did not want to hear it. And it's cost him. You need unbiased news. There should be a network right now being developed to get the fake news and just get people to read the fucking prompter of what's going on in the world. Donald Trump's contesting the election. I don't want your opinion. I just want you to read the fucking prompter and give me the fucking truth. We need to get out of this echo chamber. We need to be getting, stop getting fed what we want to hear. That's the only way we can grow. Do you know David Cook? The guy, the, the Koch brothers, David Koch, the Koch brothers, he said the one thing he regrets is investing in the Tea Party because he feels like the Tea Party led to where we are today. And I will agree. Hindsight is 50-50. You know, even Obama this week says Sarah Palin was the start of all this. And he might be right. Sailor Palin was a pretty face, and I remember when she came out on stage. But guess what? Once people pulled back the onion, there was nothing there, and that's what doomed John McCain. She was a pretty face. She talked a big game, but she... Oh. 
The Tea Party came in 2010. Reduced deficit spending, small government. Yet, where is the Tea Party now? Oh, they'll return. They'll return January 1st. They'll be back. Oh, we got us. We, we were the deficit. It's all high. Bullshit. You didn't care about the fucking deficit for four fucking years while Donald Trump was spending like a fucking drunken sailor. And now you care. Now you want to make a difference. Now you want to raise your hand and say we need to cut spending. Not fucking now. We sit in this echo chamber not knowing the truth, and a lot of times we don't know the truth. What are we doing? Right now, there should be somebody, like I said, starting a network that's going to give us the truth. Read the fucking prompter. Not give us their own personal opinion. And if they do, you're fired on the spot. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear if you don't like Joe Biden, if you don't like Donald Trump, if you don't like the Republican Party, if you don't like this guy. Let him speak. Let the next guy speak. Shut up. We need it. As a country, right now, we should be passing a law called the Echo Chamber Act. The Echo Chamber Act and have it speak to the ills of this country. When someone who invested in the Tea Party says, I regret it because it led us to where we are today. Even he is starting to wake up and realize the true issues that are facing this country. And that's sad. It is so sad. We can do better than what we're doing, yet we choose not to. Our democracy is young. Our democracy right now sits. Our democracy is young and it sits right now on a teeter-totter, not knowing which way to go. We're 244 years old as a country. And we have to ask ourselves. We have to ask ourselves, is this the end? Democracies die from within. And I slowly see the cracks starting to form. When we stop believing the news, we have a leader that says, don't believe anything, but believe me. It starts to get scary. I, I, I've told people, 
But I was young. I said, when I'm in Canada, that's maybe when you should come to Canada. And this week, I've actually thought about it. I joked about it when I said it, but now I'm, I'm starting to think maybe I need to move to Canada. Everybody right now, honestly, if you're a Democrat and you're running for office and you're looking at uh, the people had the, the mega million rally this weekend, they all want the same thing you want. Good schools, good jobs. A place to raise their kids that's safe. They want those things. You just have to go speak to them. What did Donald Trump look at the black community? He says, what do you have to lose? He was the first Republican candidate, first Republican president to go to that community and wasn't scared to speak to them and said, I want your vote. The Democrats have taken the black vote for, they've taken it for granted for too fucking long. What did, what did Bernie Sanders say to Joe Biden? You're not getting the Hispanic vote. You're not speaking to them. And guess what? It cost him Florida. Bernie Sanders knew. Joe Biden didn't. Donald Trump knew. Someone should be right now starting a network that's right down the fucking middle. CNN told us they were, but they're not. They sit a little to the left. You just watch the network, they sit a little to the left. They're not MSNBC, but they sit a little to the left. Fox sits to the right. I just want the news. I don't want fake news. When a Koch brother who invested in the Tea Party tells you he is what caused this issue when he regrets us, that should be somber news for anybody. That should be a wake-up call. We sit in this echo chamber. We want yes men. We don't want to be told Things we don't want to hear. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Biden won the election. Donald Trump came up short. He got close. That's it. We have to accept it. We have to be willing to get out of our echo chamber. Garth Brooks learned a long time ago when he walked away from music at the top of the charts and everything was going right and his album was selling. And when he came back, he found his fans and the playing field had shifted. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Republican Party. Don't be scared of this president because when he leaves office, and he tries to come back, his supporters will start to fade. Politics will be shifted in four years. And if he runs a 2016 campaign in 2024, he deserves to lose. He deserves to lose.
Right now, if I was a Republican senator, I would stand up and I'd say, Mr. President, you've lost this election. It's time that you accept the fate of your actions, the consequences of the election, and you help the new administration come in. And it's time for us to move and time for us to heal as a nation. Elections are not always what you wanted. Many people wanted Hillary Clinton, not Donald Trump, but they got what they got. And on election day, after the election, we healed, we hurt, but we healed in a sense. But we got over it. We accepted it. And we just powered through it. Donald Trump was our president. We didn't like his policies, but we, we bit our tongue. Because we knew there was a chance in four years we could be back. You don't like Joe Biden's policies? Guess what? Bite your tongue. In four years, he'll be back on the ballot. We can do better than what we have been doing. But if we choose not to, We only have ourselves to blame. We only have ourselves to blame. So what are you going to do? Are you going to sit in your echo chamber? Are you going to only watch news that speaks to you? Are you going to not expand your horizon? This country is 244 years old. And the only way we can preserve what we have, we have to be willing to accept the, the truth. We have to be willing to hear things we don't like, see things we don't like, be no, but know that at the end of the day, we all had a say in it and we all played a role in it. Donald Trump came up short. People split the ballot. They wanted the Republican Party, but they didn't want Trump. It is time for us to heal as a country. It is time. The presidency is bigger than you and me. We only hold the office for a short period of time. George Washington, Barack Obama, even Harry Truman knew that. We can do better than what we are doing. It's like I said, when the man who, who put money in the Tea Party says he regrets his decision, it's like the guy who, who created Frankenstein and at the end of the movie says, what did I do? I created a monster. 
Fox News. Let the fox in the in-house. And they're going to pay for it. Let us not do the same. Let us not pay for it. Please. We can do better. We have to. I want to do better. I need us to do better. I believe in the traditions of government. And it kills me right now that Donald Trump is not doing the transition. We know you're hurting, Donald. We feel it. But right now, like I said, we sit in this we sit in this echo chamber and we refuse to believe that the man is on a two-week notice. We have to get over it. He lost the election. He fought a good fight. But it is time for us as a country to move on and to heal. Ladies and gentlemen, I ask you tonight. Are you in an echo chamber? Are you in a bunker mentality? Do you just want to be surrounded by yes men? Or do you finally want to wake up and be fed the truth? Are you tired of what you're seeing? Are you tired of just what you're hearing? Are you a make America great person? Are you a build back better person? Or are you I'm a with her person? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm with the American people. And tonight, please stand up. Do me a favor and say, I will not live in this echo chamber anymore. I can't. I won't. I only want the truth. And if you can't give it to me, I will turn the channel, I will turn the knob, and I will go get it my damn self. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to get the truth? Are you ready to get out of your chamber? I am. Will you do it with me? Being purple. Is a party, it's a movement, it's a it's a philosophy on being better, seeing better, knowing better, knowing that there's an America out there where everybody might not agree on everything, but are willing to accept people's differences. I don't I didn't agree with Scientology, but guess what? If that's what you are willing to accept it and and worship. I respect you. I might not always agree with Donald Trump, but guess what? I respect him like I respect the office. You don't have to agree with Joe Biden, but please respect the office. The man won. Build back better. Did better. Make America great came and went. Now let's truly make America great again. Let's get out of our chamber. Donald Trump is on his two-week notice. Ladies and gentlemen, please listen to my friends, the Girl, the Gov, the podcast. Twistic Logic podcast, Car Chronicles 313. It's been a pleasure. I'm having fun. Thank you.
please have a good night.